Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hearing from the family of one of the Loudoun County Public Schools sexual assault victims, I'm Melissa Howell. Also this morning, how the district is getting ready for an ice storm that's expected Thursday. I'm Stetson Miller. Gains on Wall Street across the board. Asian stocks higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Four o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A coast-to-coast storm that started in the west over the weekend is now battering the central U.S. and heading to the southeast, says CBS's Elise Preston. Tornado! At least five people were injured and several businesses damaged, including a car wash where a wall collapsed and a local Sam's Club's roof was partially ripped off. Further north, the bitter winter blast blanketed roadways with blinding snow, causing authorities to temporarily close traffic in and out of northeast Colorado. The central district of the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, was attacked by drones this morning, says the BBC's Hugo Bachega. Days ago, President Zelensky had warned Ukrainians that Russia could be preparing a new wave of airstrikes. For weeks, Russia has been attacking Ukraine's essential infrastructure, leaving millions of people without power, heating and water as temperatures across the country are below freezing. CBS News has learned the Biden administration is planning to send a Patriot missile battery to Ukraine. Ukrainian officials have been desperate for more powerful weapons like the Patriot to help defend against incoming Russian missiles. Now it appears they'll get them. The announcement could come as early as Thursday. The federal government is buying more courses of Pfizer's COVID treatment says CBS's Alexander Tin. As part of a previously announced purchase dating back to the summer when the Biden administration was digging deep to reshuffle funds after Congress failed to pass renewed COVID funding, the U.S. is now closing the deal on 3.7 million more courses of Pfizer's Paxlovid pills. This brings the total U.S. supply of the COVID treatments, which officials say is key to keeping vulnerable Americans alive and out of the hospital, to nearly 24 million courses. The federal government says consumer prices were up 7.1% in November from a year ago. That's a drop from 7.7% in October. Some perspective now from CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. It was a very big improvement in energy prices, which are up. They're up by 13.1% from a year ago, but that's down significantly over the last few months. Food prices remain high, but showing a bit of improvement. It's increasingly looking like Congress will be able to avoid causing a government shutdown. The lead negotiators on a bill to fund the federal government on a short-term basis say they've reached agreement on a, quote, framework that should allow for passage. Congress faces a midnight Friday deadline to pass a spending bill to prevent a partial government shutdown. House and Senate negotiators are expected to come to an agreement this week on a bill that funds the government until December 23rd. This is CBS News. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. WTOP at 403. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, December 14th, 2022. Early sunshine this middle of the weekday. Clouds later on, the high of 43. We're at 31 right now. 
Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane with you. Indeed, thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do roll into this 4 a.m. hour together. We begin with the Loudoun County School Board meeting for the first time this week since another explosive chapter locally in the school saga involving two sexual assaults at the hands of one student. The board talked about the best ways to learn from and respond to a grand jury report out that faulted the school system for the way it handled things. That meeting followed court action. The former county school superintendent, Scott Ziegler, and current school spokesman, Wade Bayard, made their first appearance in county court this week on Tuesday, one day after being indicted in the case. Former school superintendent Ziegler and spokesman Bayard each stood briefly before the circuit court judge. Later, outside the court, Bayard told reporters he plans to plead not guilty to the single count against him of felony perjury. At this point, I can't address any specific charges because neither my attorney nor myself have been given any indication of what I've been alleged to do. Ziegler is charged with three misdemeanors, false publication, prohibited conduct, and penalizing an employee for a court appearance. The indictments were brought by the grand jury investigating the school system's handling of a student accused of sexual assault in two schools in 2021. Ziegler's lawyer promises a number of pretrial motions in January before trial in May. Both men were released on personal recognizance. In Leesburg, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And WTOP this Wednesday morning has reaction from the family of one of the sexual assault victims in this case. The parents of the victim who was sexually assaulted at Stonebridge High School back in May of 2021 say they remain committed to not allowing the school district to, quote, sweep what happened to our daughter and another parent's daughter under the rug, as they repeatedly tried to do. They pointed out that the grand jury's conclusions demonstrated the school district's, quote, indifference and inexcusable negligence, calling the assaults predictable and preventable. In his first comment, former LCPS superintendent Scott Ziegler said, quote, I have many thoughts on the specific events surrounding this investigation. I look forward to a time when the truth is reported to the public. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 4.06 Wednesday morning. Love the winter. We're doggone it. That's a good thing. The D.C. metro area bracing this morning for its first winter storm of the season on Thursday. That would be tomorrow, of course. Temps are expected to drop near or below freezing late tonight. The storm expected to bring sleet and freezing rain, a mix to the D.C. area's northern and western verbs. And, of course, WTOP caught up with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer to get a preview of what parts of our region he thinks could be the most heavily impacted here. Areas to the west, up in Montgomery County, parts of western Loudoun, Frederick County, uh, and points farther west, I think we could see some delays uh, as far as schools are concerned or maybe even some cancellations far west because this could be a, a significant icing event. WTOP Stetson Miller tells us this morning how D.C. is getting ready for this storm and what you can do to stay safe. Snow crews are being deployed across the district to treat streets, bridges, and overpasses ahead of the freezing rain that's expected Thursday morning. Mayor Mariel Bowser says they'll be working through Wednesday to spread thousands of pounds of salt and brine and even raw beet juice on the roads to get them ready before the storm arrives. They could become slippery and icy, and forecasters recommend taking it slow while driving or walking and looking out for shiny spots that could be black ice. Also, avoid parking and walking near trees and power lines in case an ice that may fall. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. 
Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. The right button always helps. Good Wednesday morning, December 14th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. It's 4.08 in the morning. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Maryland updating our crash activity. Lane still blocked northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. The crash in the midnight hour between NASA Goddard and Powder Mill Road and an investigation well underway. The northbounders all being diverted at Greenbelt Road. Don't even try. It's not It's not even really worth the effort. If you're trying to get somewhere on the BW Parkway, use 95 instead. If you're trying to get to Laurel and Fort Meade this morning, it's going to be a much easier ride. Otherwise, it's a series of interesting diversions around Good Luck Road, Soil Conservation Road, and Powder Mill Road to try and work your way around the accident. In the dark, it's just not a lot of fun. On 95 itself, drama-free between the beltways. 50 across the Bay Bridge. All travel lanes have been restored to us on the westbound side. So three lanes west, two lanes east, two and from the shore. 270 have not got an update yet or an all-clear, much less an update, on the northbound work zone near Bucky's Town Pike was a left lane to get by. But again, have not had an update from the scene in a long time. Southbounders appear to be getting by without much fuss. On the Beltway in Maryland, earlier issues resolved. Everything seems to be quiet. In Virginia, waiting for an all-clear on our work zone on the inner loop of the Capitol. But we yep, just got it. The inner loop work zone that we had after the Dulles Toll Road heading to Georgetown Pike. That is now cleared from the roadway. Traveling's have been reopened. On 66, the westbound work was between 123 and Fairfax County Parkway. Right lane was blocked, and then between the Manassas Rest Area and Sudley Road, the right lane was getting by. The work eastbounders after 29 Centerville, single right past the work. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars and trucks and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will increase throughout the day today, starting off with temperatures in the 20s and warming into the 40s. For early tomorrow morning, before the morning rush gets underway, a wintry mix of sleet, freezing rain, and rain moves into the region. Freezing rain will be the biggest concern for areas north and west of Dulles. As we head on into the mid-morning and midday hours, any ice will transition over to just plain rain as temperatures warm into the 40s. But we're talking about a lot of moisture. Up to two inches of rain falls through Thursday evening. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. You're waking up to a chilly morning, 19 degrees in Manassas, 28 in Metro Center, 21 in Frederick, Maryland. One of the warmer spots, 31, and holding in our nation's capital. This 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, middle of your week, December 14th, 2022. This latest check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine coming up next on WTLP, where the time now is 4:11. Good morning. Leadership today, especially within the federal workforce, is being tested more than ever before. Sean Ferguson, Senior Vice President of Government Relations and Chief of Staff to the Office of the Chairman at the Special Olympics, joins host Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA, to discuss the importance of leadership, inclusion, and community building. I've seen so much perseverance and grit 
from the athletes of Special Olympics. At Special Olympics, no one's excluded. You know, no, right. no one's excluded. Yeah. Everyone is equal at Special Olympics. And, and, you know, in a country that's quite divided on so many lines, politically and uh, socially, uh, economically, race and uh, sexual orientation and whatnot, but you go to Special Olympics and everyone's involved, everyone's welcome, everyone's equal. And I've learned that it's a model for our country and for our world. I just think that if people were involved in Special Olympics and experience the power of Special Olympics for themselves, I can't imagine that one help our country and help our world to experience that true inclusion and acceptance of difference. Find the full podcast and future episodes of Lessons in Leadership on the Federal News Network app and anywhere you enjoy your podcast. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org slash heartbeat. This is WTOP News. Now here at WTOP, we turn to the war in Ukraine. It's been a day of nationwide air raid strikes and alerts in Ukraine. Russian forces have been launching missile and drone strikes all over the country for weeks. But could these alarms recently portend something more ominous? This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green explains. This was an unusual situation from the western border of Russia all the way to the western border of Poland. And from Belarus down to the Black Sea, alarms were going off all across Ukraine. And so there were no missiles launched, but what was happening was Russian planes were moving, suggesting that there might be a massive launch of missiles from planes at some point from some place along the Russian border with Ukraine from the Caspian Sea and other places where Russian planes are located. And this is a big concern for Ukraine because they don't know when, where, or how these missiles are going to come. They just need to try to get people ready for them and to get people into these shelters. The fact that the entire country's alarm system went off, it jarred and rattled a lot of people because they weren't sure what was happening. It was a big, big rush to get into these shelters, and they got in there and they realized that this was not what was happening, but now they're wondering, was Russia trying essentially to test them out? So this is different from how this war has been conducted thus far. When those sirens have blared in the past, it was because something was actually happening at the time? It is the same thing that normally happens. Planes take off Mm -hmm. and the missiles usually follow. The concern is that they perhaps were watching to see what Ukrainians do Mm. so that they can adjust their plans and adjust their tactics because sometimes when these raids happen, then comes drones or sometimes the drones come first. And so this is a situation where the Ukrainian military is trying to figure out what this was, but they know that it was not just nothing. They know that it was something and that it was significant. For the very latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, that's WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Nick and Deb. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
After a long wait, it looks like the cold Washington weather is finally here. Make sure your residential or commercial heating system's ready to keep you warm all season long by calling the Crop MedCalf 5-Star Heating Experts. A Crop MedCalf 5-Star Technician has the training and know-how to properly fix and maintain your system and catch potential problems before you're left out of the cold. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMedCalf.com. Crop MedCalf is the one with 5-Star. Crop MedCalf, home of a 5-Star Technician and proud partner of the Washington Nationals. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Capitals captain Alex Ovechkin scored his 18th, 19th, and 20th goals of the season Tuesday night, his 29th career hat trick. It came against the Blackhawks in Chicago, and Ovi became the third player in NHL history to reach the 800-goal mark. They score, and it's Alex Ovechkin, and it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League. The bench empties. Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. John Walton with the call on Capitals Radio. Ovi joins Hall of Famers Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky on that prestigious list. The first goal came just 24 seconds into the game. Caps won their fifth straight 7-3 year final. Wednesday, France and Morocco meet in the World Cup semifinal for the chance to meet Argentina in the final Sunday morning. Argentina shut out Croatia 3-0 in the first semifinal match Tuesday. And the Wizards will try to snap a seven-game losing streak Wednesday against the Nuggets in Denver. It's the start of a six-game road trip. Diane Roberts, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Diane. As always, 417 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this morning on TOP, Wednesday morning in the in the Loudoun County School System sexual assault investigation. Right now, there's been movement this week. The former superintendent and school spokesperson appeared in court on Tuesday. Gay and interracial marriage are now federally protected as of this morning. And a law stating that marriage is between man and woman is now officially repealed. Uh, the founder of the cryptocurrency exchange known as FTX is charged with fraud and conspiracy as prosecutors in the case allege he intentionally deceived customers and investors. And the D.C. metro area is bracing, as we've been telling you this over early morning, for the first winter storm of the season, mainly to affect us by Thursday morning rush overnight into Thursday morning. Areas north and west of D.C. could see freezing rain. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Where the time now on your Wednesday morning, December 14th, is 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first as always, over to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you much for the calls from Frederick County, where it is cold this morning, but the work continues on I-270 northbound near Bucky Sound Pike. The left lane is getting by. Caller also tells us that the southbound ramp to go south on Route 85 at exit 31, that ramp blocked by work as well. But again, everything's still working. Probably try to jam in as much work as they can because odds are they're not going to be out there tonight given the weather. The rest of the 270 ride is fine. Heading for the lane divide. 95 is a quiet ride between the beltways. The Baltimore-Washington Parkway is anything but. We have a crash investigation underway between NASA Goddard and Powder Mill Road. As a result, northbound traffic being diverted at Greenbelt Road to get around. Odds are you're going to be better off taking 95 if you're trying to get to Laurel and Fort Meade this morning. Much easier ride. 
on the Beltway. No reported issues pending. All overnight issues have been resolved in both Maryland and in Virginia. Inner and outer loop now running without any reported incidents in the travel lanes. To Virginia we go 66 westbound. Still, I believe we have some work in the westbound side between 123 and the Fairfax County Parkway. Had it in the camera before, but now that camera's gone dark. But it was blocking a right lane between exits 60 and 55. And then after that, the work continues after the Manassas rest area. Heading for Sudley Road, that's a single right lane to get by. The westbound ramp to go west on Route 50. Exit 57B, left lane of 2, making that transition. District travel on the freeway and on the 295s. We are quiet downtown near the convention center. We will have those closures continuing because of the U.S. African Leader Summit. Full list of them online at WTOP.com. Look ahead and know before you go. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Thursday will be a Storm Team 4 weather alert day. A sleet, freezing rain, and rain moves into the region very early. The biggest concern for ice, especially freezing rain, is north and west of Dallas. Back around these locations, the National Weather Service has already posted winter storm watches. Then we'll have a cold rain for the rest of the day on Thursday as temperatures warm. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. You're waking up to a cold, cold morning. We're 28 degrees this early Wednesday morning, 4 a.m. hour in Hyattsville, 21 Fredericksburg, Virginia, 28 Foggy Bottom. We are down to 24 now in our nation's capital. Wednesday morning, December 14th. Welcome to the middle of your week. Thanks for sharing the early part of it with us here at WTLP. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-279. 5300. That's 1 800 279 5300. com. Check them out. Good morning. It's 421 on WTOP. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. families. All sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. This is WTOP News. The government has released its latest inflation report, and it shows price increases are gradually starting to cool right now. Consumer prices rose 7.1% in November. That's down from 7.7% in October at a recent peak of 9.1% back in June this summer. 
This morning, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger digs a little deeper in the latest numbers for us. It was a little bit better reading both at the headline rate, that's 7.1%, and the core rate, which strips out food and energy, came in at 6%, down from 6.3%. Look, this is the fifth straight month of decreases, so that's the good news. There are parts of this report that still feel a little troubling to me, specifically the shelter component. When you think about shelter, housing, rent, that is a big portion of a family's budget, and shelter includes increased at an annual rate of 7.1%. It's actually up from the previous month. Now, economists say to me, oh, don't freak out, Jill. This is because it takes a while for these decreases to get built in. But until we start seeing that number come down and we see wages start to come down a little bit, I don't think the Fed's going to be breathing too easy. And you're talking about a family budget. We've seen the grocery store prices go up and up, and that's been a big topic for a while now. When you look at this report, and you see the trend that you are seeing. What do you say to the average American who's still concerned about the grocery prices and wondering whether that's going to change? Well, it is starting to decrease. I guess that's the only good news. So, you know, if you look at the October reading, food prices were up by 10.9% from a year ago. Now it's 10.6%. So the trend is moving in the right direction. But again, I don't think it is anyone's feeling that we are going to see inflation reignite higher, but we want to see the absolute rate of all of this start to come down much more substantially before anyone's going to feel better. I think that when we look at this, you know, an economy would be like, oh, this is good. This is great. And a consumer looks at it and says, holy smokes, it's still pretty expensive out there. And both are right. So what's the Fed going to do? I think the Fed is going to raise interest rates by a half of a percentage point. And that means that the Fed funds rate will be at a range of four and a quarter to four and a half percent. And if that's the case, it would be the highest Fed funds rate since December of 2007, right before the Great Recession. And it also means that this will be, I think, the fastest rate hike campaign in modern history. So if it feels like rates have gone up really quickly, you're not crazy. We were at zero at the beginning of this year, and now we're going to end the year at four and a quarter to four and a half percent. That is a lot to absorb for an economy. It's also why so many people are predicting that we're going to have a much more significant slowdown next year, whether it's a recession or not. I think it's fair to say when you see rates go from zero to four and a quarter or four and a half percent, things are going to slow down for sure. Talking inflation, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. For the conversation with Deb and Nick, you are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. This is WTOP News. Still, of course, part of your money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Good Wednesday morning, middle of your week, December 14th. Welcome in, 426 on WTOP. An update on traffic and weather just around the corner. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood. A leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. Ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? 
To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities,